Heart to Heart, a Catholic media ministry presents Season of Joy, Reflections for the 50 Days of Easter. Today's reflection is by Father James Kubicki. Born and raised in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Father Jim entered the Jesuits in 1971 and was ordained in 1983. He has worked in retreat houses and in ministry, was the National Director of the Apostleship of Prayer, and currently serves as a Spiritual Director at St. Francis de Sales Seminary in the Archdiocese of Milwaukee. Now, let's listen to today's scripture, followed by Father Jim's reflection. The Holy Gospel According to John There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God, for no one can do these signs that you are doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, Amen. Amen, I say to you. Unless one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, Amen. Amen, I say to you. Unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh, and what is born of spirit is spirit. Do not be amazed that I told you, you must be born from above. The wind blows where it wills, and you can hear the sound it makes. But you do not know where it comes from or where it goes. So it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. What was the greatest day of your life? Do you remember it? I suspect that most of us don't. I sure don't. That's because the greatest day of any of our lives was the day on which we were born from above. That word that Jesus uses in his conversation with Nicodemus created confusion for him. It could be translated born from above or born again, which is the way Nicodemus took it, or it could also mean born anew. Those are all different ways that Jesus told Nicodemus about the requirement for entering the kingdom of God. What's it mean to be born from above? Jesus went on to explain that it means to be born of water and spirit. It seems pretty clear that Jesus was talking about baptism. Now, baptism isn't just an initiation rite into an organization. It's much bigger, more important, mysterious, and life-changing. Water is used to clean things, and the water used in our baptisms cleansed us of sin. But it did something more. Though water is necessary for life, it is also dangerous and can destroy life. People drown in water and lose their lives. 
And that's what happened to us when we were baptized. We believed that we were drowned when we were baptized, that we died to an old life and were born to a new life. Baptism killed our old selves and gave us a new life with Jesus, who died for us and then rose to a new life, a resurrected life, a life that he shares with everyone who is baptized. But, you may say, after baptism, people don't look any different, and if they're baptized as adults, they would probably say that they don't feel any different. But they truly are different. Through baptism, they're joined to the risen body of Christ, whose divine life flows into and through them. They're temples of the Holy Spirit, who takes up residence in them. Think of that. The word for spirit can also mean wind or breath. So just as the wind is a mysterious and powerful force that comes from who knows where and goes to who knows where, so is the spirit, the breath of God. Like the wind, which we cannot see, so is the spirit of God. We can't see the Holy Spirit, but like a powerful wind, like the wind at Pentecost that can shake a house, so we can see the effects of the Spirit. And if we're temples of the Spirit, that means that God is not far from any of us, but very close, as close to us and as necessary for us as our breath. Throughout the centuries, Christians have prayed with a breath prayer. They filled their lungs with a deep breath, imagining the Holy Spirit within them, sustaining their new life. And then they exhaled and, as it were, breathed God's loving breath upon the world. Through baptism, we were adopted into God's family. We became true sons and daughters of God. But this can be a bit misleading. Human adoptions are beautiful, but they don't change a child's genetic makeup, their DNA. But being born from above, born anew, brings about a radical transformation of a person. Here's how one theologian and doctor of the church, St. Gregory of Nyssa, put it. Human beings are dust, grass, vanity, but once they are adopted by the God of the universe as sons and daughters, they become part of the family of that being whose excellence and greatness no one can see, hear, or understand. Human beings surpass their nature. Mortal, they become immortal. Perishable, they become imperishable. Fleeting, they become eternal. Human, they become divine. Yes, we believe that the Son of God, the second person of the Blessed Trinity, Jesus, shared in our humanity and suffered and died and rose to a new life so that we could share in his divinity, the new and glorious life from above, the heavenly kingdom of God. That's why Pope St. John Paul II said in his interview book, Crossing the Threshold of Hope, that it is of greater significance to be baptized than to be made a bishop. And he added, even if that bishop is the bishop of Rome, the Pope. So if anyone ever asks you if you've been born again, be sure to tell them yes, and to add that the greatest day of your life was your baptism, that day when you were born from above, when you were born, as Jesus said, of water and the Spirit. We hope you've enjoyed today's Season of Joy Reflection. 
Tune in tomorrow for the next edition in our Easter series. And if you haven't already joined our email list, visit htoh.us to sign up and receive more inspirational content delivered right to your inbox. May God bless your heart and the hearts of all your loved ones.